You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to yet another episode where we're going to be talking about how to last long in the bedroom. This is a problem for many men. That is right. Premature ejaculation, as they call it. And I got some, some ideas for you, some things that you can, that you can use. And, and even something that I've heard, I don't know for a fact, but I've read from what seems to be credible sources in terms of actual porn stars answering this question of what it takes to last long in the bedroom. And also, something interesting I learned about porn that I'll be sharing with you today. Uh, Just, I'll give you a hint. Porn is not real. Ah, did you know that? Did you know that it's actually not real? (laughs) That it's acting, it's a movie, and uh, they do a good job to make it seem like it's real, although it's not. But still, we're going to give you some good advice on that. If you're interested in coaching... And yes, coaching is still available, even though it is the holiday season. If you're listening to this in the real time that this is released or in the, in the past couple of weeks that it's been released, you still have the opportunity to join the coaching program. One of the best times to meet women is during the holidays. You got to understand women, women, they look at holidays, even men, we're all looking at the holidays about togetherness, being with someone. It's cold in many places in the world when it's on November, December, depending on where you're listening from. So, you know, you want to get cozy with someone. So the holidays, it brings up this idea of being alone and wanting to be with somebody. So this is a great time, even though it's cold out, to do approaches and to learn how to meet women. I would take advantage of it. So go to coachedbytrip.com. And I know a lot of guys who I talk to I actually, I get on the phone with you to see if coaching is a good fit. You fill out the application form at coachedbytrip.com and you're usually someone who didn't necessarily hear about coaching and then right away went to apply. It's something you've heard. You've been listening to this podcast for many, many months. So I just want to say whether or not you're just listening for the first time or you've been listening to this podcast for the past six months to maybe five years that it's been around, just understand that you should not be scared to apply, okay? It doesn't matter if you are a complete newbie in terms of learning how to meet women. You've been listening to this podcast for a long time, short time. Either way, feel comfortable to at least apply and you and I can get on the phone call and have a full conversation about getting you the help that you need to approach women and have an active dating life. So coachedbytrip.com, fill out the application to its fullest And I will read it through and I will make sure that if you are a good fit, that I will text you or email you ASAP to get on the phone and talk more about it. Okay, coachbytrip.com. Let's get into our episode. So how to last longer in the bedroom. Do you have premature ejaculation? Meaning, are you finishing very fast when you're having sex with a woman? Or maybe you will end up having sex with a woman and you fear that you're going to get to a point 
where it's going to be very tough for you to last a long time. Well, here's a trick that I'll share with you that I've heard that porn stars use. And either way, uh, whether this is something that they actually use or not, like I said, I, I don't, I did not talk to a porn star themselves. It's something that I read online. But either way, it is something that is widely used anyway with people who are not porn stars. Okay. And it's this idea of complete ejaculatory control. So what they do is they have complete ejaculatory control. They have a way of knowing when they can finish and when they can't finish because they're very aware of the way that their body feels when they're about to have an orgasm or ejaculate. Okay. They understand their body very well. So the way that you can do this is if you are already pleasuring yourself or masturbating or fapping, whatever you want to call it, then this is an opportunity for you to understand your body, get inside of your body and know the feeling of your body when you are about to actually ejaculate. Because if you understand that feeling, then you know when and you will be aware of when you are going to ejaculate and then you can slow down. So there's a second part of this that I'm going to share with you in just a second. But this is something that's, that's probably one of the best ways to be able to really control yourself. So there's a technique. It's called edging. That's what this is all about. Edging is understanding when you were about to have that orgasm, when you're at the point of no return, and then completely stopping. Okay, so it's this awareness of when it's going to happen and then stopping. Stopping before you were about to ejaculate, okay? So you want to practice that. That's something you can practice on your own. That's something you can practice when you are watching porn. I'm sure that's probably something that you're doing when you're actually fapping, right? So that's something you can work on on your own time before you have the chance to actually have sex with a woman. And if you're in a relationship and you're listening to this, then it's something that you can even tell your partner, something that you've been working on, okay? So if you're doing it so much in terms of premature ejaculation, she's not an idiot, right? She knows what's going on. She's aware it's happening. And you can say that you've been working on it. You've been gaining control of it. So when all of a sudden you completely stop in the middle of sex, she knows what's going on. But you don't have to just stop and stare at her in the face. You can do other things. You can go down on her. You can touch her a little bit, things like that, right? So there are other things that you can do when you stop so you don't go over the edge, hence why it's called edging because you are edging your way to the finish, but you don't go all the way there, okay? Now, I'm going to give you another tip. This is something else that I learned, and I did not learn this from something that I discovered. I learned this from one of my friends who's a sex coach. Her name is Caitlin V. Neal. If you're interested, by the way, and I got to plug her because it's such a good tip. If you're interested in working with her, her website is caitlinvneal.com or bettersexcoach.com. Okay, so I just, again, she did not ask me to plug her. I'm doing this because she's amazing. And I'm just sharing something that I've heard from her that is really, really helpful in the bedroom in terms of making sure that you do not prematurely ejaculate. So what is the tip? The tip is this. You focus on your breathing. Okay, you focus on your breathing and you stop tensing up wherever you are feeling a lot of tension. So if you are having sex with a woman, stop for two seconds and focus on where is all the tension being held in your body. 
for a lot of guys, it's going to be in the groin region, in the butt region, because that's maybe where you're doing the actual thrusting, right? But where are you holding tension? Immediately release that tension and then focus on your breathing. So you slow down, release the tension, release the muscle tension, and focus on your breathing. Actually, breathe. Breathe. When you do that, it. I, I honestly, I don't know. This is my theory. I don't know the exact reason of why this works. I'm not going to make it up, but I'm just imagining that you're taking away that sensation, that really sensitive sensation in your penis and where you know you are being turned on and you're redirecting it to something else. You're like taking your mind off of it and you're letting the blood flow a little bit more through your body as you're breathing and not focusing on the pleasure as much. That's my interpretation of it. Either way, it works. I've tried it. I know other people who have done it. You should try it too. I'm telling you right now, unless you have some sort of medical condition, and again, I'm not an expert in this arena, but unless you have some sort of medical condition, if you're just a normal guy and it's completely normal to premature ejaculate, PE, okay, if this happens and it's just completely normal for you, try these techniques. They should work. If you're doing them right, they should work. I'd be really surprised if they weren't. So I want you to try this out if this is something that's a problem for you. Or remember this podcast episode, come back to it. If you feel that you're starting to have this issue, or maybe you end up doing coaching with me, or maybe you get my hooked program or the magnetic book, and you're learning how to meet women, and all of a sudden you're having sex, and you're like, whoa, I'm having sex. This is awesome. I'm having active and fun dating life. And then all of a sudden, you're like, uh-oh, I also have premature ejaculation. Come back to this episode. Use these techniques. What might happen? What might happen when you take the information, like I said, from coaching or this podcast or my program, and you start getting results, you're going to end up having sex with women that you're very attracted to because you have built the confidence to go up and talk to the women that you're very attracted to. I'm telling you, this is going to happen. And it's funny because I'm saying it like a warning, but what happens for a lot of guys is once they end up with a woman that they're very attracted to, the nerves are higher, right? So their nerves are higher. They're a little bit more nervous. And naturally, because they're so attracted to the woman, they get a little more turned on. And because of that, they can premature ejaculate, okay? Now, Understand that this can happen when using a condom, when not using a condom. Either way, the technique works for both. Okay, so try these out. See if it works for you. You know, I, I would start with the edging technique. If you're someone who regularly masturbates, then, you know, don't be afraid. Try this out. Start working on this so you can be prepared for if it happens in the future when you're with the woman so you can last longer in the bedroom which is going to be more pleasurable for you, more pleasurable for her. But just number one thing is don't feel ashamed of it, okay? Don't feel ashamed of it. It's completely normal and it's okay. Also, I want to say this. I want to say this. A lot of women are really understanding. They are. A lot of women are understanding. When they see it happen, when it happens, you know, they get it. It's okay. 
they have their own issues. I mean, there's times when, for example, women, they they can't get wet or they are wet for a little bit and then they're dry, right? It's like they're very self-conscious about the way that their vagina smells. I mean, they have a lot of their own stuff going on. So don't think that when you're having sex with a woman, it's all about you and your performance. There's two humans in this. There's two humans together who are having sex, who are experiencing each other, where there's a lot of insecurities, right? There's a lot of insecurities. I mean, a woman is there sometimes, you know, just normally on her back in missionary position, and she wants to make sure that she looks attractive for you. Is she moaning the right way? Is she enjoying herself? You know, all these things. There's just a lot of stuff going through her head as well as yours. So don't worry. Relax, breathe, release the tension, focus on your breathing. It's okay. It's going to be fine. And you should be able to get through it and have an enjoyable experience. Okay. What I want to do next is I want to go into the questions that I get through emails. There's some really good ones, and I want to go through them. Someone even wrote in recently in response to another email that someone sent in that I answered. And I want to go over that. I think that's really cool. I love being able to have these kind of conversations with you over the podcast. This is not like my YouTube lives where I get to kind of talk to you and we get to experience communication with each other. This podcast is me just here talking to you and and reading some questions. But it's really cool that I get to answer them. So if you have a question and you want it answered, just email me, trip at tripadvice.com. That's trip at two Ps, trip at tripadvice.com. Email me, put in the subject line podcast question, write a question that is thorough, that has a lot of detail. So it's going to be easier for me to give you a lot of information and answer because the more detail you have, the more I understand the situation and the more and better I can answer your question. So let's get into it. I got an email a couple weeks ago. No, I'm sorry, a couple days ago. It says, Trip, in the 102919 podcast, Stefan, 26 years old, wrote in about how to approach a family friend, and you recommended that he work on himself rather than try to approach the family friend. I agree with that, but I think you could leave Stefan with some info on how to behave around and perhaps benefit from a friendly relationship with the family friend and her brother. There's probably a lot of opportunity here for Stefan to engage with the other two by perhaps having some outings together to the beach, parks, sporting events, etc. They could ask the sister to bring another female friend along on some of these outings if she wanted. And then Stefan would perhaps have more opportunities to become more comfortable around members of the opposite sex and meet some more girls as well through the family friends. I think this would be a worthwhile strategy to help increase Stefan's social circle regards Mark. Mark. Awesome, man. I really appreciate you writing in. I think it's really cool that you took the time to write in regarding a question and giving some of your own advice. That's really cool. And I want to say to you, this is good advice. So Mark, thank you for writing this in. I agree with you for the most part. I think I 90% agree. There's just some things that I want to tackle here in terms of Stefan and this whole situation. I don't remember because I, I do a lot of content. So I do remember Stefan. I just don't remember the exact details of his situation, but I do remember answering this question. I remember what's going on. So, okay, here's the deal. I do remember that Stefan 
like you said, he was really into his family friend and he sees her a lot and he wanted to get together with her. I said, do not do this. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Mark, you're saying still engage with her, still do those things. It sounds like they're family friends. They already do that. And and Mark, you're right. Stefan, if you're listening, yes, engage with her. Yes, go on outings. Yes, try to meet people through her. That would be great ways to practice the skill, to be comfortable in front of the opposite sex. That's what you said, Mark. I completely agree. The only thing I worry about, Mark, the only thing I worry about, because I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. Stefan, if, you, if you're listening and you know you could do that, if you think that you are powerful enough that you can hang out with the family friend and the brother and everyone and not be distracted or fall deeper in love or deeper in like with this family friend, then I think this is great advice. But Stefan, I want you to be honest with yourself. And Mark, if you're listening, this is where it gets tricky. I just don't know if I have the faith, not because Stefan's weak or anything like that. I'm just saying because he's human. I don't know if he is going to be capable of doing this without continuously being interested in the family friend. You know, it's really hard to just shut that off. When you like someone, it's hard to shut it off. Kind of like if you don't like someone and someone's forcing you, no, like them. You're like, no, I I just don't, right? There's a famous saying called attraction is not a choice. That's from David D'Angelo. And that's true because it's a biological trigger. You can't help being attracted. And in this case, that's the same thing is, is he going to be able to turn off that attraction if he's spending time with this girl? I don't know if he's going to be able to. Now, maybe, and here's where I would say, Stefan, if you think you're not going to be able to or you're not sure, then I wouldn't try to engage with a family friend. What I would try to do is go off, work on cold approach, work on meeting more women, work on engaging more women that way. And then you can come back when you're like, you know what? I haven't spent much time with her. I have more of an abundant mindset because I've dated some other women. And you can come back and hopefully not be as interested or attracted because time has gone on. Again, my point here is that, Stefan, if you feel you could do that so you can be more comfortable in front of the opposite sex and potentially meet some other women and build a social circle, if you think you can do that without you know, still falling more for this family friend, then please, by all means, do it. But if you're not sure, then get out because you're going to be stuck in this downward spiral where you cannot get out and you're just stuck obsessed with this one girl and not able to get out. So that's my answer there. Mark, again, thanks for writing in. That was great. I want to now go on to another question. Okay, listen to this one. Hey, Trip Kramer, I have a problem when it comes to dealing with girls. Very low in confidence when it comes to dealing with them. I'll be honest and won't beat her on the bush. My name's David. I'm from Africa. I'm very shy and grew up in a strong Christian home. I've never had a girlfriend and never approached a girl before. I came to the U.S. three years ago. I'm 18. I'm on my own, living with my roommate and going to college and hella broke. I can't afford designer clothes or shoes now. I just wear normal clothes. Coming to this country with a different culture, accent, lifestyle, food, and all was confusing for me. I have a chipped, slightly yellow tooth that I'm very insecure about. And because of that, I don't really like to talk to people. I don't want to be in a relationship right now because I want to focus on my school and learn to love myself. But I want to overcome my fear of approaching and talking to girls. Is that possible that I could be cool with girls with my situation? 
All right, David from Africa. Great, great question. I like this one. So David, you're 18. Okay. It sounds like, it, I don't know if you're in college. It doesn't sound like you are. But listen, if you're 18 years old and right now you're broke and you're also saying to me that you don't want to be into a relationship, if I were you, David, I wouldn't focus on this. Okay. You are not 40 years old. You're 18. You're not 30 years old. You're 18. You're not 25. You're 18. You have a lot of life ahead of you. If I were you, I would work on the outer qualities right now. Okay. So something I talk about in my coaching program, something I talk about in my hooked program is this idea of outer qualities and inner qualities. Inner qualities are the qualities that you can't see. It's your courage, your confidence, it's your charisma, it's basically your personality. And then outer qualities are stuff like the way you look, the way you design your lifestyle, the way that you dress yourself, things like that, your kind of more tangible outer qualities. Now, both are important to work on in order to get a woman attracted. I believe that the inner qualities can take you further and then you continuously optimize your outer qualities. In your situation, for the next few years, and I know that sounds like a long time, but again, in the next few years, you'll only be 21, okay? That means that you have a lot of life ahead of you. So what I would do is focus on your outer qualities. Focus on your work, on your career. I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't help that you have a chipped yellow tooth. I mean, you know, and the fact that you're very insecure about it is going to be really tough. I don't know if you can just kumbaya your way to, you know, to security. So save up and fix the yellow tooth that's slightly yellow and chipped. Okay, so yeah, work on some of those things. Work on the outer qualities. Just focus on all the outer qualities and doing your best. Making more money so you can afford fixing your teeth, getting some nice clothes. By the way, you don't need designer clothes. You just need to get some clothes that fit well and that look good for your body type. You don't have to spend that much money. But work on some of these outer qualities. And then after you've worked on this and you've developed a little bit more of self-esteem and you've developed a little bit more of some hobbies and some more friends and, and hopefully a better career that allows you to have more money, that gives you more opportunities, then start working on approaching women. Because I'm going to tell you this, there, a lot of confidence does come from working on your outer qualities. Not everything. There's still going to be a ways to go with building confidence by being competent with the women that you talk to, but you will build some confidence through that process as well. So what I want you to do is work on these outer qualities for a few years, build up some of that, what I call superficial confidence, which again, it does help. And then you can go out into the world and start approaching women. Okay. Because whatever's going on right now, again, whether you're in college or just starting out your career, you want to focus on that because you want to be able to build a really good lifestyle for yourself. That's going to go way further, way further for you than just focusing on meeting a bunch of women. If you're all focused on women and just talking to women and you're not working on some of your, I should say, foundational stuff, it's going to be trouble for you in the long run. Because at the end of the day, you do want to have security. You want to be a guy who can afford things for himself and has a good lifestyle that is attractive to women. But more importantly, it's going to be good for you. And that takes a lot of work. 
So when are you going to work on that stuff? Well, the sooner you can work on that, the better. And again, you're 18, you're freaking 18. You're so young. This is great. You can work on this stuff now. And then I would move into approaching women, getting into a relationship, things like that. I mean, even now you're saying you don't want a relationship. So you're already in that headspace and you're already dealing with all this stuff because you're still practically new to the US. You've only been here three years. It's like, let's work on all that stuff first because you have the, you can afford the time. Then at 21, 22, even 23, go out, work on the actual skill of approaching and working more on those inner qualities, which by the way, will end up being built through this process that you're creating and optimizing the outer qualities. Because like I said, you still will start to have some of this more superficial confidence and in a way could still build your self-esteem because you're working on things and you're accomplishing goals. Nathaniel Brandon says in his book, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem, that one great way to build self-esteem is by having goals. And so if you're having goals in terms of maybe it's weight loss, weight gain, or maybe saving up some money, working really hard at work, and then fixing your tooth. And again, it's not about building self-esteem because you look better, but the actual accomplishing of a goal that makes it so you're building your self-esteem because you did something, you did something for yourself. Okay, so let's work on that and then move on to the inner quality stuff, which is the approaching and talking to girls. If anyone listening is interested in getting this one-on-one help from me, like I'm helping these guys, but going even more in depth and creating a customized plan for you, to go out and approach women and actually have an active dating lifestyle where you're meeting beautiful women and you're figuring out what kind of relationship or sexual relationship you want, then let me help you. Go to coachedbytrip.com today and apply for coaching so I can give you the answers that you need to have that amazing dating life. Do it. Let's work together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Great questions. If you have a question, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. I will answer it if you are thorough. We learned some good stuff today. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. 